we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I am Erin Jones, and I um, have no qualifications to be talking about astrology other than the fact that I, if I could go back to like when I was figuring out what I wanted to do in my life, I would consider studying astrology. Or maybe at least taking like an elective like in college. college. Yeah. Is there an astrology, th- astronomy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on where you went to college, I guess. I mean, my co- I went to a state school, so no way we have, like, astrology. Um, but, like, it's something I'm interested in. Yeah. And I talk about it with a lot of authority. My name is Michelle Betters, and... I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> I just am always trying to understand myself better. Yeah. Or, like, have a reason to make a decision I don't want to make. <laughs> I mean, the planets are not a bad place to go for that. No. And I, I feel like a lot of times it makes sense. We have to figure out the name of our podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first to read your... Wait, read the ones... Or, like, give me the ones that aren't ones we talked about before. Well, so the two that I had to begin with were When the Planets Align Mm -hmm. or Part-Time Astrologers. Part-Time Astrologers, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I said Adjunct Astrologers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're an adjunct and I'm an unemployed adjunct. (laughs) Uh, And then Sensitive Angles. Yeah. Which is from, I was reading the Wikipedia page for Horoscope. And it said a horoscope is an astrological chart or diagram representing the positions of the sun, moon, planets, astrological aspects, and sensitive angles at the time of an event, such as the moment of a person's birth. Ooh. So I liked, and I'm sensitive. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I like, I, I feel like adjunct astrologers is my favorite in terms of like content. Yeah. Um, because it, it just sums things up. Right. Um, and, like, people would know what it's going to be about. Or yeah. kind of. That was my thing, too. It's kind I, of a mouthful, though. Adjunct astrologers. Adjunct astrologers. The adjunct astrologers. My favorite merch. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> astrologers. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> I like when the planets align, too, but it's long. Yeah, I like the the sound of it, but also it's since it's like a common phrase, mm-hmm. I feel like in this internet world that we live in, it's it would be harder to like differentiate right things. And it reminds me of Hercules. Because <laughs> that whole part where Hades is like, in 18 years, the planets will align. <laughs> Didn't the planets all align like last year? Or the year I before. I think so. Yeah. I think they did align. But do, wouldn't they always, wouldn't that happen? This is where we become <laughs> amateurs. Because I feel like if they're always on the same orbit. Yeah. But the, the orbits move, like, since it's like they're smaller, they're like. Oh, right. Different. That's why, like, Mercury retrograde happens three times a year. Right, right, right. It's a little foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you did speak with authority on that. <laughs> um. Oh, I don't know. I like sensitive angles. Oh, me too. But we could use that as, like, an episode title, maybe. Yeah. Because I get, like, I I do feel like maybe astrology should be in the title. Yeah. Part-time astrologers. 
I like the adjunctish. I like yeah. if you put a the a the in front of it, the um, it sounds a, a little bit easier. Mm, the adjunct astrologers. Yeah, I like the alliteration. Yeah, that when you when you texted me that, I like had a I was like okay yeah that was okay good. I'm down. All right. <laughs> so we are the adjunct astrologers. We are the adjunct astrologers. <laughs> Hopefully I get another adjunct job so that I don't feel like imposter syndrome. <laughs> or hopefully not, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being an adjunct is not something to like. I mean, it's, it's great. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I love my paycheck. <laughs> um, Freelance astrologers. Ooh. Oh, now I don't know. <laughs> no, adjunct is good, adjunct. I don't want to, like, put a, throw a wrench into... All right, so welcome to, <laughs> to the adjunct astrologers. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, we can cross that up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, the most I'm getting done on my to-do list today, <laughs> which I call... I, do you, did I ever tell you I call my to-do list my future accomplishments list? No. <laughs> That's great, though. It's, like, a less setting myself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's good to just see, like, have it, like, listed, like, listing out your accomplishments. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, I did nothing today. But then I, like, write out what I did or look at what's crossed off my list. Right. Like, All right. <laughs> yeah. I earned this, like, potato chip in bed night. <laughs> so All right. should we talk about Mercury retrograde? Yeah. Oh, I guess we have to say our signs. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first on your Mercury retrograde, or should I go first? Oh, I don't know. Um, you go first. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. So I'm a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. My birthday is December 26th, and I had a really weird Mercury retrograde because I kept kind of forgetting. It didn't feel like it was hitting me as overtly as it has in the past. Um, but today I was reading, I was going through the Broadly horoscopes. Have you ever read Broadly's horoscopes? Mm-hmm. They do like really brief, like 10 words every day for your sign. Oh, that's cool. And I like them because there's a lot left to be interpreted. Like they don't really give you that much to go off of, but I was reading them for like the last week of Mercury retrograde. And I felt like a lot of them for Capricorn were about nostalgia Mm. and I was like oh my god that's what I've been experiencing is like a really intense nostalgia but I wasn't really comprehending that as like what I was like a yearning nostalgia for like my past should we explain what mercury retrograde is oh yeah (laughs) do it you do it do it do it do it um just like a quick for for anyone that doesn't know it is when mercury appears to be going back backwards in the sky uh it's kind of like you think about it when you're in the car and a car passes you and then slows down they're still like moving forward but it looks like they're going backwards so it happens like three um sometimes four times a year uh yeah that was horrible um and it's for like three and a half weeks and shit goes crazy communication is always really hard yeah like with yourself or with other people Mm -hmm. Technology never works. Transportation. Right. Um, and you always say not to sign contracts. Yeah. Don't during... sign contracts. Don't get married. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you do have to do, obviously, these big things, um, 
You just think about it a little more. But yeah. things tend to go a little bit more haywire Yeah, Mercury retrograde. I read something today that, like, a lot of people break up during Mercury retrograde, mm. and they get back together afterwards. Wow. And exes are supposed to, like, come back in your yes. life. Yes. So yeah. that's what happens to me every Mercury retrograde. And... You remember that one where I saw, like, three... I even wrote that down. Like, <laughs> I saw three or four exes in Mercury Retrograde in different cities. Like, in Boston. Or when we went to New York for that yeah. book festival. And I ran into my weird college boyfriend on the street handing out... <laughs> he was handing out business cards to promote his book. And his name... I'm going to say it. Do it. I, I won't say his last name. His name is Nick. But on his business card, he had changed the spelling of his name to NYC. So it was like, he lives in New York, so it's NYC, but it's still Nick. So yeah, that's like what usually happens to me during Mercury Retrograde. Like, he's really upsetting blast from the past. But this Mercury Retrograde, I was having those blasts from the past in a way that felt like very emotionally intense. Like, not upsetting, where I was like, oh, fuck that guy. But, but like, being like, oh, that was such a, like, important time for me, or this person meant so much for me. And so I was reading about maybe trying to figure out why, like, particularly for Capricorn. But I read that, so Venus was in retrograde right before Mercury was in retrograde. It was, like, March to April. And apparently Venus is, like, really influences your love life, which I kind of take to be, like, any emotional relationship, not just, like, your significant other, but I feel like the mix of those two things made me really nostalgic for emotional relationships from my past. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. So, anyway, today I had the the realization that, like, the intense emotional feelings I've been having were nostalgia. Mm. So either I'm, like, longing for an earlier version of myself that was, like, existing in these different ways, or I just am, like, confused about myself right now. I don't know. Yeah. But it, yeah, blew my mind. Yeah, and, like, Mercury, do you think that some of that had to do because you were helping your mom move out? Definitely. Because I think, like, I was literally home Mm -hmm. engaging with my past life. Like, I went home for the funeral of a high school friend Mm -hmm. and was seeing people I hadn't seen in so long. So I think it was a mix of, like, those nostalgic cosmic feelings and then the actual circumstances of my everyday life. Because wow. I went home twice. Yeah. I went home for the funeral and then I went home again, yeah, to help my mom move out of my childhood home. So it was, yeah, it was a crazy mix of... That's heavy. I know. It blew my mind. I was, like, sitting, <laughs> drinking coffee at this cafe, like, oh, my <laughs> God. And, like, the thing is, is during Mercury Retrograde, you don't even realize that, like, that's what's happening. Right. When I had no... I was having a hard time, like, figuring out what it meant, like, translating it. hmm Yeah. Wow. But, I yeah, I've been, like, listening to music I liked when I was in high school and, like, looking at pictures, and it's just been... In a way, super overt, but in my mind, I was like, why do I feel this way? Yeah. <laughs> why do I want to be in high school again? Yeah. That time that was oh, horrible. God, no. <laughs> Not even, but, like, yeah, just, like, thinking about, like, I even, yeah, wrote down. Usually this is a big nuisance for me. <laughs> Blast from the past. Usually, usually I don't like to think about my past. Yeah, usually I'm texting people, like, please leave me alone. Please <laughs> never text me again. Yeah, yeah. that... Capricorns 
Nice. With a lot of feelings. Yeah. Mine is, mine feels very selfish, like, compared to, um, What's your sign? So, I'm a Libra. Okay. Uh, so, I am the scales. Um. Oh, right! Yeah. That always makes so much sense yeah. for you. So, I very much, like, believe in my sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I have kind of always just believed in my horoscope. But during this Mercury retrograde, I kind of came to terms with the, this idea of, like, being an introvert. Because I've been one my whole life. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I've i always been the person that would just be like, I'm going to stay home and read. Yeah. Or, like, I would, like, be hanging out with my friends and be like, oh, I can't wait to, like, be home by myself. <laughs> or last night when you were like, all right, I'm going to Yeah. Home. I left at, like, 9.30. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm tapped out. Yeah, you're like, I'm tired. Yeah. Um, sometimes, I feel like sometimes I'll be out at a bar and I'll just be like, well, I can feel my tanks are drained, so like, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go home and recharge. And um, I don't want to say bye to anybody on my yeah. way out. That's the Aaron Jones signature. <laughs> Too much effort. Uh, <laughs> um, but like, I spent a lot of time alone during this Mercury retrograde. Really? Yeah. More than usual. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, there were two weekends where I didn't see anyone, um, and I normally have a three-day weekend, mm-hmm. so that's three days without seeing anyone. And then one of them was a four-day weekend. Uh, it was the weekend of the marathon. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I spent a lot of time just by myself, and I got a lot done because I was born during my career retrograde. So, like... You told me that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, and, like, it's supposed to... Like, if you're born during Mercury retrograde... I was looking up this morning that it, it means that sometimes, like, in your everyday life, just communication, you have to, like, think about it mm. a little bit more, which makes sense. Like, I'm not a huge talker. One-on-one I am, but, like, in groups I'm not. Mercury retrograde for me is a time when I can kind of harness this energy and, like, you use it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I still feel, like, the effects of, like, kind of on edge about it, about, like, I don't know, like, the anxiety of Mercury retrograde. But I can kind of, like, be more productive or, like, I, I can harness it more than sometimes, than, like, people who, who were born in it. And right. I don't know. When I read, um, like, a few weeks ago, I read that that was the case if you were born in Mercury Retrograde. And I didn't know if I was or not. Mm. So, but when I read that that's what happened, I'm like, I have a feeling I was born in Mercury Retrograde. Right. Because I remember that one that we were... You were looking up the different birds yeah. of that Mercury retrograde. You felt uh-huh. like you were really harnessing the energy of the the, the vulture, vulture, yeah, which was so intriguing to me because it seemed like you were thriving mm-hmm. at a time when I was like struggling. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, part of it probably is like mental, obviously, but right. like, but no, yeah, I definitely like during that that Mercury retrograde. Like, when was that? Like a year and a half ago, maybe. Was that the? One that never ended. It was in January. Was that the Mercury retrograde that, like, kept... Yeah. (laughs) Had, like, consequences after it opened? Yeah. Yeah, you, like, rode the wave of it, though, Uh in a way. I, I, like, wrote a bunch of poems just about, like, being... But, but, like, really personal poems. Right. Like, normally I don't do. Normally Mm -hmm. I, like, am closed off to everyone, (laughs) including (laughs) myself. Um, So, yeah. I, yeah, and I started that project, and I still, like, want to write, the, like, finish writing, like, yeah. a, a chap of those poems. Um, so what do you feel like this particular Mercury retrograde, like, what did you Well, so I, like, I came to terms that it was okay to be an introvert, because I, I feel like 
kind of introverts, like, it's always like, oh, you're, like, a social outcast, or, like, you, like, don't like hanging out with people, but, like, I do, I do Mm -hmm. like hanging out with people, um, and, like, Libras can be, like, a charming introvert, Mm -hmm. so, like, Mm -hmm. uh, people can think I'm extroverted, because I like to talk to people, I like to get to know people, and I can be, like, good in social situations, but it's just that it drains me. Like, it, it's, right. I get my energy very much from being alone. And so I've always felt that, like, kind of being an introvert was wrong. Or, or like, people say that, like, human connection is the most important thing in, like, in, in our lives. So, like, I felt bad that I'm, like, someone who wanted to get away from that sometimes. So, right. like, am I just, like, not being a human correctly or whatever? But, so, the last day of Mercury retrograde is when Mercury goes direct, and that's when um, it starts moving back in the the right way, and things are supposed to, you're supposed to, like, have a revelation, or, like, whatever. And, like, I wasn't thinking about any of this introvert stuff, like, before. Right. uh, Before Wednesday, I think, um, May 3rd. And... I was expecting, since I did have such, like, a good, productive, like, Mercury retrograde, I was expecting May 3rd to be, like, I don't know, have something, like, a major reveal to me. Right. Like, this is what you're going to be doing for the next, like, five years. Yeah. But nothing like that happened. And so then I, like, let down, kind of? Kind of, yeah. But then I was thinking about it just yesterday about kind of what happened on, on Wednesday. And I listened to this podcast, I listened to the Nerdist podcast, and he was, um, Allison Williams was the, the guest. Who is that? Um, she is in Girls. Oh, okay. um, She's Marnie from Girls, and she was in Get Out. Oh, yeah. she's the, yeah, the she's really the, mean, yeah. girlfriend. Um, Did you see that movie? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So she's kind of scary. Yeah. Okay. So she's, she's very scary, but like. I, I never really knew much of her besides, like, her, those two roles. Right. But I'm a big fan of girls, so I was excited to listen. And um, she was talking about how she um, spent loves spending time alone. Like, she's married and she has a lot of friends, but, like, she loves spending time alone. Like, she needs that time. And she was just so, like, unapologetic about it that I was like, oh, okay, all right. Like, yeah. so this is, like, how how I'm meant to, like, function as like a creative being mm. I guess yeah yeah the podcast was really great because she she was just unapologetic about everything right like, she said that her character um did you watch girls no I've never really watched it 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 started when I was living in New York mm. and I remember being really put off by aspects of it and I was like I can't engage with that yeah well like Marnie her character is like very type a and very mm. just like uh, neurotic kind of and she says that in the beginning Marnie was like kind of closer to her um but now obviously like as the character grew like she grew differently than than Allison Williams but like Marnie can get on people's nerves and Allison Williams was like I know that like I'm just that type of person that some people and but she was I feel like so often like women are like oh I'm so sorry for like doing this but she's like no this is who I am yeah and I was just like yeah that's great <laughs> it made me like her like so much more like right. I never really had an opinion on like Allison Williams as a person but but yeah she just like owned it and I was yeah. like all right I'm just gonna own being an introvert and like so last night when I wanted to leave the kids <laughs> you wanted to leave the party yeah I was just like Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but I know that I have people in my life that, like, aren't going to care if I'm, like, right. no, I don't want to hang out with you tonight yeah. because 
I just want to be alone. Well, because I don't, I don't even think it's like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. It's no, I don't want to be around any, I, I want to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Being an introvert, yeah. I've definitely felt that, like, mm-hmm. am I doing this wrong? Yeah. It's like, because I feel like so many people are like, if you're not, like, getting the most out of life then you're wasting it. And I'm like, but sometimes getting the most out of my life means I just want to, like, sit in my apartment and, like, read and look out my window. Right. Right. That's that's it. Yeah. And there was, um, what did I look up? There was a full moon in Libra during, like, the week where I, like, did the most work. Like Oh, the April full moon? Yeah. The and pink it was, moon? Yeah. And yeah. it was in Libra. And this was from, I got this from Chani Nicholas. Okay. Uh, everyone go read her... What are they called? Horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adjunct. I'm not a full-time professor. What's your, uh, <laughs> do you know the, like, link? Um, it's chaninicholas.com. Okay. So it's yeah. C-H-A-N-I-N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S. If you Google her, you'll find it. Yeah. We'll tweet about it. Yeah. We'll tweet about it. When we set up a Twitter. And the adjunct astrologers, just going back to the beginning, the the Twitter handle's open. <laughs> you <laughs> looked for all of them, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. You looked for all of them. That's good. That's good. That's good that you're going to be the person <laughs> in this podcast who does that stuff. Well, if you just get it online, like, I'm good at internet stuff, but not, like, the, like, like, I don't even know how to update my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, but she wrote about that full moon for Libra. Um, this moon's fullness is meant to inspire in you new understandings of your expansion. And it was, so it was during that week that I just like, I remember having like being really productive um, that week, getting a lot done. I remember just being like, damn, okay, I can like be, make it like as a creative person if Mm -hmm. I, like these are the projects that I'm enjoying doing and like enjoying like waking up in the morning and being like, I'm just gonna start right, like get back to work on on this novel that I'm working on or this screenplay. Yeah. Oh man, that week was an intense week for me. Was it? Yeah, the week of the full moon. Because were you home? I think you were. I think that's why I like spent those weekends alone. I was thinking that, but I didn't want to make it about me. I was like, I'm pretty sure that one weekend, the marathon weekend, I was home. Yeah. So I know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like I didn't my, want to be like, oh well, I was gone, so you didn't. And my writing group was canceled. Like I normally have my writing group on yeah. weekends, so like we didn't meet those two weeks, and yeah. But the week of the full moon, in terms of like figuring out your expansion in a very Capricorn way, that was like a tumultuous week for me. Really? Yeah, because Capricorns I have read that have a really serious fear of failure, mm-hmm. um, and it plays into like our ambition. Or our ambition plays into that. So that week for me was like the week I was trying to figure out, am I moving? Oh, that's weird. You know, like, am I going to move? Am I going to stay in Boston? What kind of job am I trying to get? What is my self-worth? <laughs> and that was like, yeah, I was aware of the expansion, but not in which direction I wanted to, like, guide it. Oh, okay. I was like, what am I doing? What should I do? What will I regret? Yeah. Yeah, I was just playing mind games with myself. And then I read in the almanac, the, <laughs> the farmer's almanac says that the, like, few days after the pink moon, which mm-hmm. is always April's full moon, I said this in my poem that I read the other night, it's good for trimming 
things oh. or pruning uh-huh. or cutting down dead trees, which is obviously literal in the Farmer's Almanac, but I was like, in my life, what am I trying to, like, trim? Mm-hmm. What should I be pruning? What should I be cutting off to, like, make room for growth? Did you come up with anything? I didn't, but I cried a lot about it because I read um, Galactic Rabbit. Um, Those are, like, my favorite horoscopes, and they always make me cry. In the April or March one for Capricorn, it talked about how some fights are no longer worth fighting. That was, like, a line that was directed towards a Capricorn. Like, some things you have to let go. And so I tried to think about, like, things in my life that were no longer worth fighting, and I came up with a few but couldn't prune them. I was like, yeah, that is no longer worth my emotional... Like, I need to strive towards letting that thing go, Mm -hmm. or not letting it go, but accepting that, like, either I'm going to keep fighting that fight knowing that it's not worth it, or I'm going to stop fighting that fight. But for me, it's hard to, like, act on it after I realize it. Like, I spend a lot of time being like, you know that this is what you need to do, (laughs) and then being like, but I don't want (laughs) to! It's going to be hard! And then I punish myself, because I'm like, you are smart enough to know you're not being true to yourself or, like, you're not putting yourself first. Well, sometimes with those type of things, like, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but sometimes with those type of things, like... Oh, what do you mean? I I wasn't totally vague? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. You can be as vague as you want. God, I never let anyone know anything. So, like, it's totally fine. Um, But, like, sometimes with those type of things, even if I don't... If I think that it's going to be, like, more stressful on myself to, like take, like, outward action, Mm. sometimes I'll, like, inwardly just be, like, this isn't worth, like, this effort anymore. So, like, even, like, I think sometimes this might be, like, the introvert in me. Like, Mm. extroverts sometimes need to, like, really go up and, like, confront things and, like, talk about things. Oh, never. But, like, never. I hate No. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes for me, I think it's, like, more emotionally, like, fulfilling if I just kind of, like, let it go. Mm. Um, And, like not waste my energy. I can think of a thing from your life that you did that way. Yeah. There was a very, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's where you're like internally changing Mm -hmm. the way that you deal with it, but you don't necessarily feel the need to make it public. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you're good at that. Yeah. It definitely has taken a lot of practice. I bet. Um, yoga's been really good for it, too, because it's just... Right. Like, like seniors yoga. Yeah, seniors <laughs> yoga. It's great. <laughs> I'm the youngest one for like 40 years. Um, and I feel like a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can touch my toe. <laughs> um, but no, and I'm also in those classes, I'm just surrounded by people who probably have learned this a long time ago. Mm. That, like, it's, sometimes you just gotta... Just gotta let it go. <laughs> yeah, I think those were good. Mercury yeah. retrogrades. I feel like if you are, like pay attention to it, mm. um, and you do want something to like come out of it, then it's just like another form of self reflection. Yeah, for me, I will say this was like the first one, and since I started following Mercury retrograde, this was the first one where I wasn't constantly thinking about it because mm-hmm. I was super distracted by other things going on, and it was interesting the like different way in which I came to terms with it at the end because I think previously I'm like every day I'm like oh my god it's mercury retrograde but yeah. this this is the first one where 
it would like I would remember like every few days I'd be like oh maybe this is why mm-hmm. I'm feeling weird and it was different yeah we don't I don't know when the next one is but usually there's one in the fall yeah right yeah because lots of times it lands on my birthday oh <laughs> uh yeah when Mercury retrogrades in my sign but I mean it's just about handling it yeah so did you want to do a thing where do you want to talk about something from the new? I did look up one thing to yeah. talk about very briefly. All right. I think, yeah, we talked, we made it personal and now we can yeah. talk about the world, I guess. Yeah. Um, mine is more just like, you can go first. No, I went first. Okay, uh, I'll go first. So I was trying to think of something that would be interesting to think about, like what that person's sign was and if oh, it made sense. Uh huh. But I was also trying to think of something that I haven't been obsessing over news wise. Because I feel like there's a lot of, there's like, <laughs> it's you, it's a whiteboard. Oh no. You're so popular. Oh, look at your fuzzy socks. <laughs> Those look so comfortable. Okay, my house that. Next time I come over to do this, I'm going to bring a pair of socks like that. You should. Put them on when I, get I have multiple pairs of slippers too. <laughs> yes, we have to have podcasting slippers. Oh my God, do you think we can find them with our signs like embroidered on them? I'm sure. Okay, that's our next. If you love our podcast, send us slippers. <laughs> okay, but, um, so I feel like there's, like, a trend in the news right now where it's, like, someone is in trouble on the internet for saying something dumb, mm-hmm. and then they're either more in trouble because of the way they responded to being in trouble, or they, like, take the L. So anyway, Stephen Colbert said made a joke about Trump on Monday, Mm -hmm. like this past Monday, he did like a monologue on his show. um, And he said a joke about Trump that I don't want to repeat because it is kind of homophobic. And the internet like erupted with mixed responses. Like some people were really upset that he had said this joke about the president. And then other people were upset because it was kind of a homophobic joke. Mm -hmm. And so the internet erupted and people were like fire. Like I think, Fire Colbert or Fire Steven was, like, trending on Twitter. Wow. And it was one of those things that I saw happening that I was just, like, I don't know what he said or when or why. Mm-hmm. But I looked it up today, and um, then he, people were further upset because he said, you know, like, I don't regret it. It's like, I said what I said, and it was, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so then people were, like, even more upset that he didn't regret it or apologize. And now the FCC is apparently investigating People, like, they got enough complaints that they're, like, investigating whether or not he, they can bring him up on, like, obscenity charges. So now the internet is freaking out because it's censorship in a way. Like, yeah. he's a talk show host. He can say whatever he wants. Like, if it's offensive, it's still going to offend me, but I don't think he should be censored. But anyway, I looked up his sign because I was like, I wonder, like, what, what his sign is. So he's a Taurus. Oh. His birthday's on May 13th, and right now it's, like, Taurus season. Yeah. So I was reading about Tauruses and their, like, personality, and I read something about how they come off as really stubborn, mm-hmm. um, how they can come off as really stubborn and, like, unwilling to change their position or closed off to criticism, but really that's commitment. Like, they see it not as being stubborn or being, like unnecessarily you know like defensive they see it as like commitment to a project Mm -hmm. or to a cause and I thought that was a really interesting way to look at this situation like 
I think a lot of people are perceiving him as being sort of stubborn or careless or offensive, but he's seeing it as, like, uh, anti-Trump, committed to being anti-Trump. Yeah. And it was just really fascinating to think, like, the joke itself is fucked up, but, like, if you're trying to sort of take a critical stance on what he's doing, is it just sort of dumb stubbornness or is it commitment? I don't know. So that was fascinating to me. Yeah, Tauruses do not budge. Yeah, that's what I kept reading. They will go down swinging. (laughs) But it was interesting to me because that's, according to, like, all those websites that are like, what's your best match? Like, what's your best love match? Like, Capricorns (laughs) match really well with Tauruses. Really? Because apparently they can be, like, equally committed partners. Like, they take partnership really seriously. And in some ways they're, like, grounded. Mm -hmm. Like, in other ways they're really romantic. They can be very romantic and sort of, like, out of this world romantically. But in their artistic lives or their, like, professional lives, they're really committed and, like... Like, I read something that was, like, uh, a Taurus could take on a project for, like, 20 years until it's completed. Mm -hmm. And that translates to their relationships. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and Mercury Retrograde was in Taurus, so, like... Yeah. And he said this on Monday. And so oh, yeah. it was in Mercury Retrograde. Yeah. You have to watch your words in Mercury I know. Retrograde. <laughs> yeah, I read a couple horoscopes for Tauruses, like, for the week leading up to him saying that, and it was a lot of, like, be careful, like, think twice before you say that thing you want to say, because you might be impulsive. And I was like, not, nah. nah. <laughs> he just let it rip. He yeah. said it. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, like, that was written by his writers, and but, yeah, he's doubled down. He did not take the L. Even though it was kind of, I mean, questionable. Yeah. A teaching professor at, at, our, <laughs> yeah. at, our, at where I teach, he, um, who he's been teaching for a very, very long time, he said just yesterday, like, we were talking about, like, what if you say something, uh, like, wrong in the classroom oh. that maybe, like, offends people? And he was like, most of the time, don't apologize. Really? <laughs> just own it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So. That's, like, the opposite of my... Yeah, I would be. I, yeah, to I not don't know what I would. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. Um, I mean, he said to acknowledge it, obviously, mm. but don't be like, because then that kind of sets the thing in the classroom. I don't know. I don't That's know. I've never had to apologize yeah. for anything that I've said, but it's like very interesting to think about. Yeah, because I think of like Twitter call out culture, yeah. and then like I've definitely, I I like tweeted about an article, and then someone was had a problem with that article and mm-hmm. I had to be, I like took it down and was like, I'm sorry. Like I didn't think about it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And that was like my only instance in which I had gotten called out. But I felt like my instinct was to just take the L and be like, I'm sorry. That's like a, un, like that's an area that I don't know as much about. Yeah. But cause I feel like it's even worse when people double down and they're like, Nope, you know, fuck you. Like yeah. I don't care. <laughs> that's when you get in trouble. Yeah. But I get it's different in the classroom, I guess. Maybe. Maybe that's why I'm unemployed right now. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't have a teaching job. <laughs> we have a teaching job right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is my teaching You're job. You're an adjunct astrologer. I'm an adjunct astrologer. <laughs> and I will always take the L. Yeah. And then I agonize over it my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to apologize. For yeah. It. Or just not say anything. <laughs> yeah. So what did you look up? Um, so I was kind of thinking about two different things. Okay. Um, that just, I didn't do too much research on them because they're, like, very prevalent. But it's just kind of interesting to, like, 
note that they happened in Mercury retrograde. So the first is the Fire Festival. <laughs> yes. Oh, this I'm obsessed with Fire Festival. Okay. Um. So what happened with the Fire Festival for for people who don't know? If you somehow um, yeah, don't know. if you somehow miss, I feel like I woke up that morning and was like. What is going on right now? It was the best break from reality that I had yeah. had in months. <laughs> um, so the Fire Festival was this like music festival that was promoted um, on social media and um, all these by like influencers, these like really pretty people on Instagram, and the tickets were really expensive. Yeah, it was like um, a luxury experience. Yeah, that's what it was branded as. Yeah, and they were promised like, like gourmet food and um really nice housing accommodations yeah, like villas yeah. yeah and I mean the market I mean it all looked great if you have the money to spend like, yeah but it was like tickets ran from like one thousand to twelve thousand dollars mm-hmm. plus airfare I'm plus sure. airfare. unless it was a package but yeah and then they get there and it's a <laughs> shit show it's some like hunger game shit <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the villas were actually like ex Leftover, like, FEMA tents. Yeah. There was no gourmet chef. All the musical acts canceled. Yeah, and the food was, like, sandwiches and, uh... Which is what I normally eat Yeah, sandwiches and, like, Eggos, which, yeah, like, okay, I can live off of that. But if you're spending $12,000, you're expecting, and you're, like, promised this, like, gourmet, luxury, like, retreat experience. Um, and then they ended up stranded there, right? Yeah. They, like, couldn't get flights back from the, this, like, Bahamas island. Yeah, and they, like, people were just freaking out, and, like, it, it, it all, like, it. unplayed on Twitter. <laughs> um, and, I mean, that's kind of, that's what, like, Mercury, like, controls is travel and, like, <gasps> communication and plans and, like, all that stuff gets messed up during Mercury retrograde. So, I mean, they... Maybe we're asking. No. They were, like, sacrificed to Mercury Retrograde. Damn. Uh, yeah. And um, the other thing that happened on the day that Mercury went direct was the um, healthcare was... It wasn't passed, but that was the day that they, like, put it out Wait, there. Wait, I thought it happened the next day. It happened on Thursday. They oh, the boat. It. Okay. Yeah. But kind of, like... Like, Mercury... Like, when Mercury goes direct, it's supposed to be this, like, unveiling of things. <gasps> And that's when they, like, put out the plan. Yeah, that's when they put out, and when they kind of listed all the pre-existing conditions, and, like, right. when you could, like, find out about it. So, it kind of just revealed a lot. I won't get too political, but it revealed yeah. a bit. Um, so, I just thought it was interesting that it happened on, on May 3rd. Yeah, that, like, the same day as the Gmail oh, yeah. scam. <laughs> yeah, May 3rd was a lot went down bad day that week. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't think about that that was, like, the day that the unveiling of it, mm. and it, it was sort of an interesting, like, reveal in terms of, like, all the horrible things we already knew, but then sort of the, like, reifying of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, like, became very apparent. <laughs> very apparent. Very apparent. Hashtag very apparent. <laughs> <laughs> Tweeted us, hashtag very apparent. <laughs> At our Twitter that is yet to be made. Yeah. Hashtag, what did, uh, what's his name say? What did Comey say? Didn't that happen this week, too? Oh, that's right. Mildly nauseous, that's what he said. The idea that his FBI investigation affected the election made him mildly nauseous. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that would be interesting to... What's his sign? I don't know. All right, so... (laughs) This is the first episode of The Adjunct Adjunct Astrologers. Astrologers.
We're going to make a Twitter and an Instagram yeah. and an email. And so look out for that. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know the exact <laughs> names yet because we haven't made them yet. Um, but when we were thinking that, like, people could email us in, like, stuff where, like, their horoscope affected them or, like, yeah. like played out or, like, kind of anything in the the sphere. Of, yeah. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open. Um, Any, like, spooky experiences yeah. where your horoscope directly reflected what you were experiencing or it helped you make a big decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to hear your sort of how you relate to horoscopes. Yeah. Um, or, like, advice. Like, yeah. Or advice. I'm, I'm yeah. down to, like, write some some personal horoscopes. Yeah. Or recommendations. Yeah. For yeah. stuff we should look at. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, an astrology critique in, like... Really? Uh, Kenmore. <laughs> so just email us anything, really. Yeah. <laughs> really, just, like, say hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an introvert, so I, like, have lots of time to respond to your email. <laughs> yeah. I won't ever want to meet you in person, but I'll look at your internet profile. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>